1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by Hemisphere Coffee com, Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at Hemisphere Coffee Roasters.com. The Biden administration made a big announcement yesterday. Uh, Rachel Levine, the Assistant Secretary for Health, uh, has been. Uh, Dubbed the first four-star admiral uh, in the U.S. Navy. Uh, So, this is being hailed as a historic occasion, uh, except uh, first female, I I, I guess not female, first transgender four-star admiral. So Rachel Levine is not really Rachel Levine. It's Richard Levine. Uh, Rachel Levine, Rachel slash Richard Levine, has uh, still uh, biological male anatomy. Uh, what did Rachel Rick Levine do to deserve this honor? Uh, put on a dress and change his name to Rachel. That's what he did. Didn't you know? come up through the ranks, uh, battlefield, valor, Save twenty men at sea. No, none of that. Uh, so we are still waiting for the first biological female woman to be an admiral in the a four-star admiral in the U.S. Navy. Um you hear a lot that, you know, the conservative Christian mindset is oppressive toward women, that it doesn't that it puts women like down and doesn't elevate women and doesn't extol women doesn't esteem women what's more disrespectful toward women uh saying that a guy can be a woman and that put on a dress change your name you can purport to be a woman or you know actually insisting that you be biologically a woman be able to have children or at least have the anatomy to have children. This is just more craziness, more nonsense, more stupidity. Uh, I'm sure this is uh, inappropriate for me to say. uh, During LGBTQ month, didn't we just have this? We had Gay Pride Month in June. Now we have LGBTQ month. Pretty much every day is LGBTQ day, is it not? One of these days we'll have Fire and Brimstone Month. <laughs> that that uh, we'll only get that once, though. That'll be the end of that. Just one time. We we'll only need that once. Uh, here's a new story coming along. Is Facebook going to change its name? Tech giant apparently is going to announce a rebrand. It'll be. My guess is it won't be. No. It will no longer. It will not cease to be Facebook. Did you know Google is not technically the name of Google? Google is part of a company called Alphabet. So I figure Facebook, this is some kind of a tax dodge probably. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. They'll find some umbrella organization to put it under. To further insulate them, of course, from um, fairness, freedom. To enable them to crack down on more conservative content. Maybe that's why they're doing it. But that rumor is out there that Mark Zuckerberg is getting to announce a rebrand for Facebook. Here's an idea. Why don't you rebrand it with uh, actual fairness and unbiased evaluation of stories on your news feed? That would be a rebrand. We're going to cease being a leftist organization, and we're going to actually be the platform that the law law allows us to be. We're going to be the... The curator of information that we are allowed to be, we're not going to censor conservative information anymore. That's our rebrand. We're going to stop being bootlicks for the Democratic Party. Hey, I'd be all about that. I will not hold my breath, however. Uh, The Pennsylvania School Board Association, getting ahead of the Ohio School Board Association. Pennsylvania has withdrawn its membership in the National School Board Association. Did not like the National School Board Association's letter to the Justice Department that birthed the Justice Department's investigation. Well, it's not really an investigation. It's just like this DOJ letter saying, hey, we're going to crack down on parents going to school board meetings. I think this is a lot like Joe Biden's announcement on vaccine mandates for companies. He'll say, no, we're going to implement this through OSHA. That's got to have been a month ago. Do we have a... An initiative, an order, anything from OSHA yet? Do we have that? No, we don't. Are we going to get it? I don't know. Maybe. Seems to me that's something that you have before you announce. You you tell everybody, hey, get to work over there at OSHA. Get ready. They're going to roll this bad boy out tomorrow, or certainly by the end of the week after the president announces it. He's president by press release, he just announces an edict. And then it never goes anywhere, and he's counting on the expectation that he will eventually get around to it. And if he never does, okay, well, the people who fell for it initially, at least they've complied to my petty tyranny. A lot of airlines went with the vaccine mandate. How many people have lost their jobs because of the vaccine mandate that he said was coming that actually hasn't come yet? So this thing from the Justice Department, we're going to get out there. We're going to investigate. First of all, there's really nothing to investigate. The video clip that they sent out justifying the investigation of parents at school boards was the video from Loudoun County, Virginia. And now we know the backstory on that. The guy who was fighting with the cops was a guy whose daughter had been horribly raped and assaulted by a boy wearing a dress pretending to be a girl in the girl's bathroom, a 14-year-old freshman. That was her dad. Why was he fighting with cops? Because some activist at that meeting tried to tell him when he said what happened to his daughter, no, that never happened. Well, that would anger me too. It would anger you. It would anger any sane person. That's the video they sent out. See, this is why we need to investigate all these crazy school board parents, all these white supremacists. All these insurrectionists. Boy, insurrectionists. That's a word they've brought back from the archives, isn't it? Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, the queen of murder. She says that cops who refuse to report their vaccination status to the city, none of your business city, 21 cops, she said they're insurrectionists. Now, I've been to Chicago a fair amount of times. Unless it's gotten considerably smaller, it's going to take more than 21 cops to stage an insurrection in the city of Chicago. That's a big place. 21 cops not going to begin to cover all the square miles of the city of Chicago that would need to be covered by insurrectionists to actually pull that off. Although there are probably many people in the city of Chicago, most of them cowering in their houses in low-income neighborhoods, who wish there would be an insurrection to get Lori Lightfoot out of office. And maybe they wouldn't get shot at when they're sitting in the drive-thru at McDonald's with their little daughter. Because that has happened in the city of Chicago. So Pennsylvania school board steps up, and Iowa Association of School Board has notified its members that, hey, don't blame us for that letter that came out from the Justice Department. We disagree with it, and we had no role in it. Here's what their letter said. Iowa school boards value and care deeply about parent views on issues affecting children. School boards are providing forums for public opinion, including civil dissent, as part of full and fair deliberation on public issues. Iowans are largely highly civil even in heated discussions of controversial issues. I don't know. I've been to Kinnick Stadium a time or two, when they weren't too civil, depending on which way uh, the officials ruled. But by and large, yes, uh, Iowa people are not people that I would consider to be insurrectionists. But this is easy to just label somebody and make a blanket accusation and demonize them. And the end game in that is if the name applied to someone is ugly enough, if the accusation is distasteful enough, the people you level it toward will be afraid to engage in conversation and will thus be judged guilty by association. And it is circular logic to say, well, you must be a white supremacist if it bothers you so much that I call you one. Or you must be a white supremacist if you won't even respond to me calling you one. Find me a middle ground in there, right? Find me a middle ground in there. If you respond, it proves you're guilty. And if you don't respond, it proves you're guilty. It's the same logic, by the way, that underpins Ibram X. Kendi's nonsensical view that racism is everywhere in America. Well, if you deny that racism is, in, is everywhere in America, that proves racism is everywhere in America. And if you don't deny it, it's because you can't even begin to articulate an argument against it, which also proves that it's everywhere. So as in all things, I keep coming back to this one particular phrase, because it is, An enduring defense against all leftist illogic. And the phrase is you must know what you believe and you must know why you believe it. The why is important to be able to articulate it because it gives you an overwhelming advantage against people who are driven solely by feelings. The left is driven solely by feelings. They cannot articulate sound, stout logic for their positions. And if you just have a surface belief but can't articulate why, then your efforts to undermine this nonsensical logic, this poisonous rhetoric, this toxic viewpoint that questions everything that you've relied on. Oh, men are men, women are women, women can have babies, men can't. A country with borders is a secure country, a free country. Ability, meritocracy, working hard, work ethic, all those things are important. Equality of opportunity but not equality of outcome is guaranteed. All those things, foundational things, you must know how to articulate your case for them because I guarantee you the left won't know how. And that's how you win the argument. Otherwise, it's just an argument. If they give their feelings and you give your feelings and round and round you go and you never get anywhere. But you have to know what you believe and you have to know why you believe it. Well, we have breaking news. The Cleveland Browns will play uh, tomorrow night without starting quarterback Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield injured his shoulder in Sunday's loss to the Arizona Cardinals. He had said he was going to play, uh, but it now appears that uh, the backup Case Keenum will be playing for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Also in sports news, more local than Cleveland even, is that uh, Columbus crew coach Caleb Porter uh, also will not be coaching his team tonight against Nashville because he is in COVID protocols. Uh, Sticking with sports and its intersection of politics, in the Ohio legislature now, uh, we have a bill proposed that would make assaulting a referee a crime punishable by a fine and community service. Okay. Nobody who has a working brain thinks it is okay to assault a referee. We had an incident earlier this year, Grove City, Central Crossing. Officials made a call in a football game. Uh, Grove City lost, Central Crossing won. I think it was a disputed pass interference penalty. And the officials went into their locker room after the game, and somebody, and I choose to believe this is a prankster, okay, maybe it was nefarious maybe it was meant as you know some big psychological warfare effort they pushed a vending machine in front of the door to the official's locker room and the officials were therefore barricaded in the locker room they were kidnapped they were uh, confined against their wishes and this became like a big thing we had to have stories written about it and you know As we do with everything, we had to take it to the nth ridiculous degree. The officiating crew was black, so it was also insinuated that it had racial overtones. And I don't know if it did or it didn't. To me, it just seemed a colossal magnification of something that really wasn't that consequential. And now we have uh, Bill Romer a Republican from Richfield in Northeastern Ohio, which, by the way, Bill, I guess props for getting elected out of Richfield as a Republican, and a longtime youth baseball coach who says that more than two of every three sports officials quit during their first three years because of spectator abuse. I'd like a study on that, please. Do I think a lot of sports officials quit because of spectator abuse? Yeah, probably. But you know what? That goes with the territory. If you become an official, you are going to be yelled at. Know what you believe. Know why you believe it. Know why you made the call. Okay? Or if you blow the call, just say, I blew it. Do we really need a law for this? Like, I'm pretty sure if you are watching a sports contest and an official angers you to the point where you detach yourself from your sane self and you walk out on the field and you strike that official... I'm pretty sure we already have laws for that. That would be assault. See, what I don't want is I don't want fans to be unable to say something like, hey, get moving, get in position to make that call, or that's a lousy call. That's just part of sports culture, right? It just is. Man, we are so soft. Soft. So we're going to waste time on Bill Romer getting up and reading this bill in the Ohio House, and we're going to have stories written about it and hearings on it and all that. And meanwhile, meanwhile, the Protect Women's Sports Act, is that getting a hearing on the House floor? Bob Cup? Is that getting a vote? Are we protecting our girls from boys in their locker room? See, I'm not crazy about having my daughters play against boys, tennis, golf, soccer. Basketball, whatever. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to seeing how my daughters can handle a womano-amano competition, right? But I really don't want them anywhere close to or in my daughter's locker room. That's why the Women's Protect Women's Sports Act is important. And every second, yes, I'm a very binary person. Every second we waste on this kind of nonsense. A bill making assaulting a referee a crime punishable by a fine and community service. No. Stupid. Stupid. Unnecessary. Waste of time. What is with you, Bob Cup? Like, you're the boss of the place, right? You got a super majority. I'm rapidly losing faith in you as a leader of the ohio house why would you waste time on this nonsense completely unnecessary meanwhile consequential legislation protecting ohioans from vaccine mandates mask mandates biological boys playing sports with girls not important enough to you to get things done in the ohio house that's that's a disappointment infuriating as a conservative to put conservatives in office. People who supposedly share our views, people who supposedly want to act on our desires as electors and won't do what we elect them to do. This is way down the list of my priorities, protecting sports officials. Stupid.